Chapter 2 of Sandman's Goodnight Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Angelia Potter. Sandman's Goodnight Stories by Abby Phillips Walker. Chapter 2 The Tell-Tale Goblin. Once upon a time, there was a little fairy who loved to wander by the river. And as the fairy queen does not like her subjects to go too near the water, the little fairy had to steal away. Always when they held a revel, this little fairy would fly away from the dance and wander down by the river to watch the ripple of the water as it flowed over the pebbles and stones. One night, a goblin, who always watched the fairies, happened to be sitting under a bush and saw the little fairy. "'What is she doing here all alone?' he said to himself. "'She has run away from her sisters, and I am quite sure the queen does not know where she is. I'll watch her, and if she is up to mischief, I'll tell the queen. Maybe she will give me a new red coat for telling her.' Now, this little tell-tale goblin began to watch, and pretty soon he saw a mist rise from the river. Then it looked like foam, all silvery but in the moonlight. And then suddenly, as he watched, the goblin saw a handsome youth rise from the river and hold out its arms to the little fairy standing on the bank. Aha, said the goblin, she has a lover, has she? Well, I'll tell the queen, and I guess these midnight meetings will be stopped, and I am sure now I shall get a new red coat for telling. The river youth called to the fairy just then, and the goblin forgot the red coat to watch what happened. Come, my love, called the white youth, take the willow path, and you will be safe from the water. The little fairy flew to the willow tree beside the river and tripped lightly along a slender bough, which dipped its tip into the water. When she reached the end, the white youth was there to take her into his arms. He carried her into the middle of the river, where there was a little island, and the watching goblins saw them sit upon the soft green grass in the moonlight. But he could not hear what they said. "'I'll run and tell her queen, and let her catch them,' said the goblin. And forgetting that his red coat could be plainly seen in the moonlight, he jumped up and ran along the river bank toward the dell. "'Oh! Oh!' cried the little fairy with alarm when she saw the goblin, whatever will become of me? There is a goblin, and I am sure that he has seen me, and is going to tell the queen, oh dear, oh dear, I shall be banished. The river youth, who really was a river god, reached for a horn of white shell, which hung from his shoulders by a coral chain, and blew a shrill blast, and the goblin fell upon his face on the ground. "'Rise,' said the river god, "'and tell me where you are going.' "'Oh, your majesty,' said the sly goblin, "'I was about to go to the fairy queen "'and tell her one of her fairies was being carried off. "'But of course I shall not do so now. "'I see whom she is with. "'I thought it was old Neptune himself, "'and he might change her into a mermaid.' "'The river god knew the bad little fellow "'was telling him a wrong story, "'but something must be done. "'So he pretended to believe the goblin and said, "'Well, now, you know the fairy is safe.' "'What can I do for you if you keep our secret?' "'Give me a silver cap,' said the goblin quickly. "'Very well. Come here tomorrow night at midnight hour, "'and you shall have the cap if you have not told the fairy queen what you have seen,' said the river god. "'The goblin promised, and off he ran to his home in the rocks, "'and the river god took the fairy back to the willow tree. "'Come tomorrow without your wand, my love,' he said. "'We must not delay. Now that the goblin has seen us, "'for he cannot be trusted after he gets the silver cap.' The next night the goblin was by the river waiting when the little fairy arrived. "'Where is your wand?' he asked, for he saw at once that she did not have it. Before she could reply, there was a splash in the middle of the river, and out of the mist and foam the river god lifted his head and called to the fairy. At the same time he held up the silver cap to the goblin. The little fairy went to her lover by the same path as before, 
but she took from his hand the silver cap and tossed it to the goblin before she flew into her lover's outstretched arms now tell him where your wand is said the river god i have left it behind me in the dell she said blushing and hanging her head what are you not going back to the queen asked the goblin in astonishment are you to become a river sprite you have guessed it said the river god this night we are to be married at the bottom of the river farewell you little tell-tale goblin i hope your silver cap fits your peaked little head the goblin watched the fairy and her lover as they slowly sank from sight and then he ran off as fast as he could to the dell to tell the queen what he had seen i'll get a red coat too he said i did not promise not to tell to-night the tell-tale goblin was so bent on telling the queen what he knew that he quite forgot his silver cap until he reached the dell where the fairies were dancing then throwing away his old cap he clapped the silver cap on his head so hard he cried out with pain for a second he saw stars and the cold silver felt very different from his soft warm peaked cap which he had tossed aside the little fairies seeing the goblin hopping around in the moonlight called to the queen oh look dear queen drive away the goblin he acts quite mad and may m mean mischief the queen knowing that goblins when they are quite sane were not friendly to their fairies held up her wand and cast a ray of light straight into the goblin's eye leave our dell she said or something will happen to you that you will not like oh wait wait and hear what i have to tell called the goblin i know a secret that you must hear oh don't listen to him dear queen said all the fairies it is wrong to tell secrets go away we will not listen but the goblin would not go he wanted to win a red coat and he was sure the queen would give it to him for the secret that he could tell if you will give me a new red coat i will tell you something about one of your fairies you would like to know said the goblin oh what a funny head he has said a fairy as the goblin lifted off the silver cap because it was so uncomfortable all the fairies began to laugh and on his head he clapped the cap again to hide his queer peaked head and again the cap made him see stars until he jumped with pain oh he is quite mad you may be sure said the queen i am not mad listen and i will tell you the secret and you will know then that i am very clever to have discovered it said the goblin but first i must know if you will give me the red coat i shall not tell you if you do not the tell-tale goblin did not think for a minute the queen of the fairies would refuse to pay to hear a secret and when the queen told him that he was bad mad fellow and to be off he was quite surprised you will be sorry he said as he hopped away and then he thought that he would tell it anyway for what was the use of knowing a secret if you did not surprise others by showing how much you know back he ran but the fairies and their queen put their fingers in their ears and ran away so they could not hear the tell-tale goblin however was bound to tell and he ran until he was near enough to shout she has married a river god and she left her wand in the dell she gave me the silver cap not to tell when the queen of the fairies heard this they stopped and the goblin thought they wished to hear more so he went to them and said he would help them hunt for the wand if they would come to the dell the queen put her finger on her lips to warn the fairies not to speak and back they went to the dell following the goblin who was hopping and jumping along before them here it is he said stooping to pick up the little gold wand hold cried the queen do not touch it i will pick it up and now that you have told us a secret you shall have your reward the goblin hopped with delight 
for he was sure the queen would touch him with the wand and he would have a new red coat at once you shall wear the silver cap the rest of your life she said and before the goblin could jump away the queen tapped him on the head and in place of the tell-tale goblin there stood a silver thistle all prickly and shiny among the leaves and bushes your sister has left us and we must forget her said the queen as the fairies followed her home let her be forgotten by you all her wand shall be saved for a more worthy sister the little fairy never regretted marrying her river god for she lived happily ever after and sometimes when they come up from the river bottom to sit in the moonlight she will say to the river god what do you suppose became of the goblin do you think he ever told the queen of course he did replied the river god he ran as fast as he could to the queen but the silver cap was so uncomfortable for him to wear that i am sure he has discarded it long before this so he gained nothing for playing the spy perhaps his conscience pricked him and he is sorry said the little fairy the little fairy was right the goblin was sorry when it was too late and the silver thistle swayed in the breeze it tried to tell the breeze it was sorry for telling tales but even the breeze did not wish to listen to the prickly thistle so there it had to bloom unloved and alone for the rest of its life end of chapter two the Telltale Goblin, recording by Angelia Potter.